It's the Martin Luther King Day Parade in downtown Phoenix. Elizabeth Perez makes her way in sneakers, braving a cheerful crowd as she chases after her boss, Councilwoman Kate Gallego, to give her an update on upcoming meetings. She loves her job as a scheduler for Gallego, but it wasn't an easy road. When she started in 2014, constituents complained. A constituent showed up and he had in his hand the, uh, a newspaper article the constituent is Pat Bent. He walked up to the podium at the city council meeting. Dustin Gardner put in a newspaper on um, January 3rd, 2014. He said that our Kate Caligo over here has hired two dreamers to run her. All right, so Pat, company. you got you to gotta keep the eye... The Phoenix Council members were later asked, should Dreamers be allowed to work for the city? Six out of nine council members, including the mayor, came out in support. For Perez, it felt like the first time someone stood up for her. She's 25 now and considers herself a Dreamer, like other youth that came to the U.S. without documents, in her case when she was a toddler. For most of her life, she didn't have a work permit, but she does now. She got it through DACA in 2012. That's President Obama's executive order. The Department of Homeland Security is taking steps to lift the shadow of deportation from these young people. Over the next few months, eligible individuals who do not present a risk to national security or public safety will be able to request temporary relief from deportation proceedings and apply for work authorization. I mean, who would have thought that I was going to end up at the city of Phoenix after I had just been working as a house cleaner, right? Um, let alone, like, who would have thought that after being undocumented for so long, I now was going to be working there because I had DACA. For Perez, it was a bittersweet moment. Her Mexican mother raised her and her three other sisters on her own after their father was deported. She supported them by cleaning houses. I ask her sometimes, like, Mom, like, did you ever think that we would be this big, right? Like, I say grandotas, right? Like, if we would ever be this big. And when I say big, I mean, like, that we would grow up to be the women that we are now, right? And my mom says no. She's like, I wanted you guys to stay little forever, but now look at you. You don't need me anymore. Working at the city of Phoenix is not just an administrative job in a nice suit for Perez. It's a chance to work with families like hers, while she's not keeping tabs on the councilwoman's busy agenda. There's one at like noon, but then there, and then you've got like 30 minutes for lunch, unless you want to eat lunch during that time. And then there's one right before, right after the Syrian community meeting. We had that buffer time because sometimes they go over. That's councilwoman Kate Gallego. In her 30s, she's the youngest member of city council. And for Perez, she's a role model. Gallego said she hired her because she was outstanding. She knows things about our community that people who have been here longer don't know, really, down in the grits, paying attention, listening to people one at a time. I think because so often she didn't have people to listen to her story or be able, the ability to tell the whole story, that she really takes the time and pays attention to everyone individually and wants to know their stories, because she has a real appreciation that every situation may be more complex 
Eli Perez was the first DACA recipient to work for the city. Attorneys had to be consulted. The process itself wasn't complicated. It was the perceptions. In Arizona, former Republican Governor Jim Brewer sued the federal government to keep dreamers from having driver's licenses. But those perceptions have changed. Ellie's in a very visible position at the city. She works regularly with elected officials at the city, but also at other levels of government. And she puts a human face for some people who've never met anyone who are here through deferred action. Perez first met Gallego in 2012. She was involved in voter registration that helped the councilwoman get elected. She's part of a generation shaped by Team Awesome. It's a group of mostly undocumented youth, dreamers. Their claim to fame, they mobilize Latino voters in a low voter turnout district in South Phoenix. They were crucial in getting the councilwoman's husband, Democrat Ruben Gallego, elected to Congress in 2010. I'm thinking these kids are so are going to be so unorganized. None of them are going to know what's happening. Like, they don't know what's happening. And I walk in, and it is this, like, it's just, like, work after work after workstation, right? There's lit in one side. Someone's counting packets. Someone's counting lit. Other people are cutting lists. Someone's entering data. It's like this little kind of like a little sweatshop of canvassing happening in there. One of the masterminds behind it was Anthony Valdovinos, a young, energetic dreamer. He turned to voter organizing because his dreams of joining the military were short-lived due to his lack of documents. He felt he had nothing left to lose. When I was 20 years old and I knew I could not work legally, when I knew I couldn't drive legally, when my parents were both afraid of me being out and about, uh, and then having to pay an enormous cost for school, Nobody, you know, in the United States should feel that way. It's, it's the country uh, that everybody wants to be in because of our freedom. Valdovinos is the founder of La Machine, a business to mobilize Latino voters. We went from being canvassers and organizers, neighborhood organizers, to field directors, uh, and now we're running our own, or now we're running our own organizations that are that are built to be a powerhouse. Uh, and it's all driven towards the actual needs that we see in our communities. Presidential contenders have taken notice of the Dreamers' ability to recruit those voters, too. Prominent Dreamer activist Eric Candiola works as a Latino outreach strategist for Democratic candidate Bernie Sanders. And Lorela Praeli, former organizer from United We Dream, works in Hispanic outreach for Hillary Clinton. We're now part of electoral key races, uh, and I think that that's truly the power of our of our organizing is that we have accepted the challenge that Latinos need to be mobilized to turn up in the election results. Yet, Valdovinos believes that voting participation of Latinos means nothing without accountability. The fact that this moment was forced and that they saw community power and community pressure that we were able to force this moment, is, it's really incredible and it's really important. And That's Viridiana Hernandez, also a founding member of Team Awesome, speaking to a crowd of activists outside the city of Phoenix building. She once mobilized voters as a dreamer. Now she also gets council members to vote for policies that serve all of their constituents, with or without papers. 
these campaigns uh, across the city, across the country, are really changing the narrative that the Latino vote in the Latino community overall and the migrant community can be taken for granted. Hernandez was active in getting several Latinos council members elected. Now she's part of a movement to get the city of Phoenix to approve the creation of a city ID that could help undocumented immigrants feel safe when contacting the police. Communities are hurting every day, being separated, living in fear, being deported, and everyone from school board members all the way to congressional members play a role in that. Glasses out. Students sip coffee and relax on a sunny afternoon at Arizona State University in Tempe. Wearing mirrors, sunglasses, Perez rushes through. Now time for coffee. It's 3.30 p.m. She turns on country music, her favorite, to break traffic on the way to City Hall. Every time my friends get in my car, they, they freak out and they're just like, Ellie, you need to change the station. I might be the only dreamer that listens to country music. <laughs> I'm sure there's others, and if there are, I would really like to know. <laughs> Not long ago, Perez couldn't attend the university due to state policies that made it more expensive for dreamers like her. Now she's a full-time student majoring in justice studies because she wants to be a labor law attorney. It's a lot to juggle between her voting mobilization efforts and her job at the city. It's a sense of responsibility to myself and responsibility to them. And I mean, people, you know, have believed in me and, and pushed me to keep going. And I feel like if I stopped, it wouldn't just be letting them down, it'd be letting myself down as well. Sometimes she dreams about being able to vote. She says she'll host a party with blue, red, and white ribbons. Others died for that right, she says and it's something she wouldn't take for granted. For Making Contact, this is Valeria Fernandez in Phoenix, Arizona.